0: Using gerrymandering, voter suppression, and other nefarious tactics, the Republican Party has manipulated our electoral system to maintain as much control as possible despite being a party in the minority. Liberal Dan Radio seeks to change that, and I need your help in doing so. Liberal Dan Radio has partnered with Levelfield to help us use tools that are typically only available to big money donors. When you go to stopthecoup.liberaldan.com and make your contribution... It will encourage other voters to reach out to their legislators to pass legislation to stop gerrymandering and voter suppression and target elected officials who refuse to protect the vote. Every eligible voter should be able to cast a ballot, and that ballot should have the same power as everyone else. I can't do this alone. I need your help. So please go to stopthecoup.liberaldan.com and make your contribution today. That's stopthecoup.liberaldan.com. Stopthecoup.liberaldan.com. Political advertising paid for by Level Field. Contributions are not tax-deductible as charitable contributions. Louisiana to join the conversation is area code 914-803-4131. That 914 You could also join us uh, in the Blog Talk Radio chat room. Just sign up for your free blog blogtalkradio.com account. Uh, go to blogtalkradio.com slash liberal band. Find the page for this episode and the chat is below. And if you're watching us live on YouTube, you can go to YouTube.com slash radio and join us in the chat there as well. If you're listening after the live broadcast, you can always leave your comments, questions, concerns, etc. over on the show thread at LiberalDane.com, at Facebook.com slash LiberalDane, at LiberalDaneRadio on Twitter, or the comment section of the YouTube video as well. Uh, normally, we start uh, each show with this week's headlines, but the headlines of the week are pretty much the topics of the show. There, there's really no... Really, no ones I really wanted to kind of get into when it came to that. Uh, so, so we're just going to go ahead and uh, skip headlines this week, especially because we don't have a headline sponsor. So, there's nobody to write headlines for. If you would like to sponsor Liberal Day and Radio, uh, you can sponsor Hypocrite the Week, Words of Redneck Wisdom. Uh, you could sponsor headlines. You could sponsor the Liberal Day Radio Studios. Oh, uh, you could just. Pet- but get commercial advertising on the show. Or you could also, uh, you know, just be a patron and get a shout out. Like uh, the first liberal Dan radio, Patreon, uh, Deminox. I <laughs> a little brain fart there. Deminox. <laughs> uh, I forgot what I I forgot my train of thought for a second. Uh, X Deminox on Twitter. Uh, the world according to Knox is his podcast. And he is the first person who supported liberal Dan radio. Uh, Cesar from California, and your boy Chris, all who support uh, the Liberal Dan Radio Patreon, and you can too, and you can get shout-outs both on the podcast and the minicast. Um, you know, the minicast is kind of the lower tier, but I have been giving shouts out on the main tier, anyway, which, which, which is a much broader shout-out. So um, I did recently do an episode of the Liberal Dan Radio minicast talking about uh, Stop the Coup, and the project that I'm working on and uh, trying to, you know, I'd love to be able to just like, put a Liberal Day Radio billboard just across somebody, like, you know, right in front of like Joe Banchin's office, have him support, eliminating the filibuster so that we could have, you know, voting rights restored in this country. But, unfortunately, um, you know, so far we don't have much of any funding in the stop the coup account but we're going to give it a good old college try and i can only do it with your help so again if you go to stop the you can support uh this cause you can help fight back you know gerrymandering is one of the things that we're going to be t- talking about we're going to be fighting about we're also going to w- want to target uh voter suppression tactics as well um of which gerrymandering is a voter suppression tactic not in that it prevents you from voting but it prevents your vote from having as much of a say as it could Um, and while both parties do it there is a clear party that's going to be uh, shown to be worse or at it one party is going to uh, be revealed at the end of this. spoiler alert uh, to uh, to be doing it bad and if you've seen all four of the videos so far uh, that I've created for my gerrymandering series you will see that uh, the Republican Party has now taken the lead with how many extra seats it gets based off of how uh, lines have been drawn versus the results of uh, congressional elections versus who came out to vote in 2020 for president. Um, Hello, uh, Daily News, which is most likely uh, bringing a boy, because it's all caps. Hi, welcome to joining us, welcome to the show. Uh, Thank you for giving me my first like. I appreciate it. Um, One of my loyal supporters who is a conservative, which is a good thing. I like the fact that I have loyal supporters on both sides of the aisle. I think that kind of shows that I give a uh, a fair representation of the, of the topics that I try and uh, be fair and balancing maybe balanced. I don't know if it's fair and balanced like Fox news because Fox news is kind of weighted conservative, clearly. Although there are a lot of conservatives who have issues with Fox News uh, right now uh, because, you know, they, they have anchors that say things like get vaccinated and stuff like that. And and the conservatives don't like that. Uh, a lot of conservatives don't like it, although the Trump supporters don't seem to like it as well. Um, you know, part of the thing, the first thing I didn't want to talk about was the elections in Virginia. Um, and I wasn't ple- when I heard that McAuliffe was going to be the candidate. I was like, "Really? I mean, I'm all for recycling, but I just, I just didn't think that that's what Virginia needed." Now, I mean, Virginia voted for Biden, and Virginia voted for Biden, you know, by ten points, and that's fine. Um, but liberals tend to have this thing where, um, you know, sometimes they won't show up in off-year elections, as if rights can't be lost in off-year elections. One of the reasons that we have problems, you know, with redistricting is the fact that, you know, the liberals just stay home. Democratic voters stay home, you know, on the non-presidential elections or even non-congressional elections. You know, they have, for some reason, they just don't want to show up. And it's it's a darn shame that, that, that they don't realize the harm that can be done when they don't, uh when they don't, you know, come out and support the candidates each and every time. And one of the big topics that was run on uh, by the Republican candidate, the governor-elect in the state of Virginia, was the whole thing about, you know, critical race theory. When when Republicans are now saying that education is is their topic, they're talking about how they don't want people learning critical race theory um, in their schools, learning about, you know, the real history of the United States of America and how, uh, you know, we have a history of problematic things that we've supported as a country. Um, one of the things I did hear, uh, the user is pink.williams uh, on TikTok, and I heard this song on, on his TikTok channel, and I was like, can I play this on my podcast? And he was like, sure, Absolutely. So let let me go ahead and play a song. He wrote a song about it. Want to hear it? Here it goes.
1: If you don't want your kids to learn about the evil stuff that our founding fathers did and you say you've had enough of the left indoctrinating kids when they go off to school, you're nothing but another propaganda-spreading fool. Our nation's evil history is not a for debate, and you can't ignore the facts just because you're full of hate. So let me tell you something you can do to simmer down. Read a goddamn history book, you racist right-wing clown. Ta-da!
0: So there you go. That's uh, Ping Williams, with his song, and I think it's very catchy. Maybe we'll play it multiple times today. Maybe we'll play it multiple times over multiple shows, especially if now that we have something to play, if we do get a uh, someone calling in about critical race theory, and even, even bringing a boy says it's cute. Uh, well done, well written, catchy. It's got a funky bug, bug out to it. Um, but yeah, it's like one of the best posts that I saw. And if you if you follow me at uh, Liberal Dan on Facebook, I know some, some conservatives might not like to be on Facebook. They prefer Parler or Your Spot or one of the other many ones that are out there. <laughs> um, and uh, it was the post is basically about the people who stoned Ruby Bridge or through the people who threw rocks at Ruby Bridges for trying to go to school in an integrated school are the same people who now don't want you to learn about the fact that they threw stones at Ruby Bridges when they were going to school. Because that's what the point is. That's, that's what we're talking about when, when, when the conservatives are talking about critical race theory. We're, we're talking about just teaching the truth about what our country did as opposed to Donald Trump's, you know, 1776 project, where he wanted to whitewash everything. He wanted to, you know, as Donald Trump, he loves sugarcoating things. He he always wants to, that's why he downplayed the virus. But he also wanted to make, you know, teach patriotic things in school. Or you, you're you supposed to love your country and not talk badly about your country to, to to some of these conservatives, especially Donald Trump, who is the salesman and doesn't ever want to, Talk badly about oneself, like never want to apologize, for example. no, no you know, they, they, when, when Obama was out there apologizing for America for the wrongs that we've done, you know, they called it you know, the Barack Obama Apology Tour and criticized them for apologizing for America's misdeeds. And a true, only a great nation, in order for you to be a great nation, you, you can't just acknowledge the good. You have to acknowledge the bad. Um. Now, da- Daily News says bringing voices. Facebook does not like conservatives, uh, and I hear that from conservatives all the time. But I don't. I, I don't see many of my conservative friends getting 30 day, 10 day, seven day, three day suspensions from Facebook. You know, Facebook's algorithms. Like for example, if I wanted to call somebody a plague rat for not getting a vaccination, not wanting to mask up, not wanting to follow social distancing and basically acting in a way that they're responsible during the pandemic. Like I put in plague rat and immediately my post was taken down and I was put on a three day suspension. I'm like, it's automatically filtered for me to say, to, to take away any post and punish anybody who says plague rat. And the people who were saying plague rats are more than likely liberals talking about conservatives. On the other hand, I'll see the conservatives call people sheep all the time on Facebook and it takes having, you have to report the people who use the term sheep and then only sometimes does it work when to get taken down. So um, it's weird. You know, daily news that says president Trump is trying to take credit for the vaccine. He calls it the death vaccine or whatever. Let Biden take the credit for it. I mean, president Trump wants President Trump even believes that if he was president, that he wouldn't have to do any mandates, that he would convince his followers to take the vaccine. Now, that may very well be true, but if he had a way to convince his followers to take the vaccine, why not do it now and prove how good of a leader you are? That's what I'm saying. If you think that you could get your followers to vax up without any mandates, good. Tell them say, hey, I think that you should do the patriotic. And, but Donald Trump never did that from the beginning. He could have said, hey, it's the patriotic thing. If you love this com- country, if you love your, your fellow citizens, you will follow me in masking up. And he would have set the example. And I'm sure the, the, the many of the Trump supporters who are now fighting masking up and social distancing, et cetera, they would have jumped on board and said, yes, Thank you. We will do so. We will follow you like lemmings. Um, and the liberals would have listened to the science and would have said, okay, just like we did. But Donald Trump, Donald Trump never really proved that he could do that with anything relating to, va- to the virus because of what he did in downplaying the virus and making it seem like it wasn't as big of a threat as it actually was. Um So, yeah, but in vaccine news, we did get, you know, the approval now for children five to 11 to be able to get the vaccine under the emergency use authorization, which is good for those parents who want to get the vaccine. I'm I'm going to have my kid vaccinated because I don't trust the other kids at the school. I don't trust that they're going to do things properly enough. And you say we're not sheep, but y'all are the ones calling us sheep for listening to science. And the odd thing is, is that y'all call people sheep, but the uh, they're, they're the people who are going to animal supply stores and taking uh, sheep dewormer are the people on the right who are denying science and instead are taking sheep, sheep dewormer uh, to treat COVID. Now, I don't know, you know, if, if a doctor wants to prescribe you medicine, that's, you know, that's a dewormer that's used for other ailments and you want to take it, you know, I'm not going to get in the, I'm not going to sit here and say, don't listen to your doctor. But if you're going to a animal supply store and taking sheep dewormer, then I'm going to mock you (laughs) because that, that, those are the people that are really the sheep because they're, they're listening to all these crazy wild conspiracy theories. uh, And, not questioning them at all, and just latching on to them with whatever hope they believe. And I, I saw some article that even said that Donald Trump is mad that all of these people who supposedly follow him are are embracing and promoting these crazy conspiracies. Well, you created that monster by creating the conspiracy theories about the, the big lie about the election, about how everything was rigged. and It was going to be rigged against you. You started that. You, 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 you fanned those flames of those conspiracy folks who are like, yeah, see, Donald Trump is standing up for us. And, and it, it's not just apparently Donald Trump that's standing up for them. It was also uh, somebody else who was supposed to stand up for them as well, which brings us to this week's hip, uh, Words of Redneck Wisdom, rather. <laughs> And now, words of Redneck Wisdom, brought to you by Liberal Dan Radio.
1: Because we are here for the children. The children that have been sex trafficked and um, stolen from us. And Trump is the only person that stood up for them. And
2: JFK Jr. and JFK died for this. So this is why we're here. We're here to thank Trump and get our country back. That's Wait. what's happening today.
1: Junior's said... No, JFK Jr. alive. Oh, sorry. You said JFK. he died for this. I JFK, died. JFK. JFK. JFK, JFK, JFK died JFK died. And now his son is coming back here. His son's coming here. And he's going to reinstate Trump. JFK is coming here. JFK is alive. And it's going to be glorious. I mean, it's, a, it's a hell of a power move coming back here specifically. And this concludes Words of Redneck Wisdom,
0: brought to you by Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. And there we go. This week's Words of Redneck Wisdom brought to you by uh, one of the people who were at the Dealey Plaza in Dallas uh, rally, protest, whatever it was, anticipating that John F. Kennedy Jr. would magically appear as if he didn't die in 1999 or whatever it was he died. Um, And and come back and, and I guess, reinstate Trump or whatever, or be Trump's vice presidential candidate when he runs in 2024. And the the different ideas that, I guess, are coming from the people who were at this rather small event uh, were quite amusing. But the fact that we have people who believe that John F. Kennedy Jr. is really alive, that John F. Kennedy died specifically because of uh, child sex trafficking and um, as some other people later on in that video said eating children and killing killing children and eating them now that those things take on a very dangerous risky thing because that's very close to what people used to say Jews did uh, with their matzah they used to say that uh, Jews would grind up the bones of little baby children that were not jewish they would steal them away grind up their bones and put them in their unleavened bread now i mean it, it's, it's crunchy but it's not that crunchy um but yeah apparently if, if we were using dead children in our masa it wouldn't be white it would be pink first of all second of all um it's just ridiculous and it's one of the one it's an anti-semitic trope and now they might not have specifically said Mata here, but it's getting very close to that whole idea of, oh, the, the these secret cabal of people are, are getting together. And oh, cabal, cabal is kind of short for Kabbalah, which also has related parts, you know, to, to Judaism. And it, it's just one step away from them being able to push their anti, some anti-Semitic theories again. So that's one problem that I have with it. Um, but yeah, just the whole idea that, you know, that they would believe this thing. i like, it's hard for me to just grasp this whole, that, that the people who believe that, that JFK Jr. is really alive, that he's, that he's going he's gonna to reappear for some reason yesterday to reinstate Trump's, I don't know how, and then to stop, you know, the kidnapping and eating of babies how these people then are able to organize enough to be able to get desired politicians into power. It's just, I mean, clearly what's happening is that you have the people at the top, the Republican elected officials who are, who have no problem with their voters believing whatever crazy, ridiculous conspiracy theories they want to believe as long as they're getting out and voting and they're, and they're motivating them to vote. By, by these crazy conspiracy theories and by not like squashing these crazy conspiracy theories. That's what they're doing. They're convincing them. That they're they're getting them out, they're getting them so paranoid oh, we must vote. We must take action. We must do what it is that we need to do to fight back against these evil people. Meanwhile, we have liberals on the other side of the island are like, oh it's another election. I guess I won't I guess I'll go today. And liberals who are not showing up so, you know, we have you have so much conservative media out there, not just like at the high level, like Fox News, the OANs, the whatever, um, you know, and, and the big town hall type sites, but you have so many lower level conservative, you know, bloggers and people on YouTube and people on Blog Talk Radio, people all over the place doing their podcasts, doing their local conservative radio shows who are getting lots of support from their people, but liberals are not supporting the the alternative message putting in the alternative messaging out there and that's that's what I feel that we need to crack it's not that's what we need to crack we need to crack that code to be able to figure out how to a get liberals riled up all the time to be able to fight back against issues that are important to them which part of the problem is that liberals have so many issues that are important to them that it's hard to get them all angry about the one well, you have a group of people who are going to be, you know, more affected by abortion laws. More Some people will be more affected by anti-LGBTQA laws. Some people will be more affected by racist laws. And now there's an intersection of people who will be affected by all three. But, you know, you have people who, you know, who like myself, who will, who will get out and vote every single damn time in, in support of, you know, protecting these rights of these individuals. But you have other people who are like, meh. Nah, I'm not going to show up. And it's like, you have to. But you also have these, the other The other thing is that you also have these people who are not supporting the liberals at the small podcast level. I have a video on this, why you should support small podcasts. Um, people who are not going to, who are not doing enough to basically enable us to be able to fight back on all fronts. We're fighting on all fronts, we're going to lose. And it's as simple as that. that, that that's what you should, that's the. If we don't fight on all fronts, we're going to lose. Maybe that's what needs to be said. I don't know. I'm not a good salesperson, apparently. I don't know how to get over 1,000 subscribers on YouTube. I don't know how to get a, tons of support on my Patreon. The people that do support me, I love you all for it. But we need to fight them on all fronts, and we're not doing so right now. Um, I'll get to your questions, uh, bringing a boy after the first commercial break but we are going to go ahead and take our first commercial break come back take your calls as well 914-803-4131 thats is 914-803-4131. this is liberal day in radio talk from the left that's right
2: And I think to myself, what a wonderful show. Mmm, yeah.
0: If you enjoy Liberal Dan Radio, there's many ways that you can support the show. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel. You can like me on Facebook or follow me on Twitter or TikTok. And you can become a Liberal Dan Patreon. For as little as $3 a month, you can get a shout-out. Higher levels get the opportunity to vote on what I do next on the podcast, the minicast, or on YouTube. You can even buy commercial advertising or sponsor bits. So go to patreon.liberaldan.com and support the show today.
1: Hey there, podcast listeners. This is Demi host of The World According to Nox. It's time for Season 2 where I take you on another trip through my world. The world of movies, video games, pop culture, and more. Relate them to the world around you. Don't forget to leave a question for Marscat, and find me on Twitter by the handle xdemonox. That's the letter X like X-Men, D-E-M-I-N-O-X.
0: Now enjoy the rest of your podcast. And welcome back to Liverland Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation, it's 914-803-4131. That is 914-803-4131. Now, one other thing about the the JFK Jr. thing, which I have to to talk about this because the title of the show, you know, since JFK Jr. didn't show up at Dealey Plaza uh, yesterday, uh, that means that he didn't see his shadow. So does that mean that we get three more years of Biden since he didn't show up? Kind of like the groundhog? We'll see. I mean, kind of like Groundhog Day, tomorrow they'll come up with another conspiracy theory that will supposedly mean that some other person is going to do some other crazy thing that there's no reason to believe that they would do just so uh, just so uh, they can continue to perpetuate the, their big lie that Donald Trump really won the election when he did not. Um, I do want to remind everybody again to go to uh, stopthecoup.liberaldan.com. That's stopthecoup.liberaldan.com. The link should be in the YouTube description or the Blog Talk Radio page, etc. Um, if you go to stopthecoup.liberaldan.com, and you will see the, uh, my, the my plan to fight uh, to fight uh, gerrymandering, voter suppression, etc. And all it takes is five bucks from you to support the cause and i would appreciate your help in doing so again we're going to fight gerrymandering wherever it happens so i have no problem with putting a billboard in nevada that says stop gerrymandering because nevada if you've seen my most recent video that i posted dealing with the four state the four seat states one of which is nevada six i think states that have four congressional seats in them uh nevada doesn't draw its lines properly uh, there's 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 one there's two states one conservative one liberal I, I don't remember what the conservative state was maybe it was Oklahoma I think it's Oklahoma that the difference in the smallest population district and largest population district in Oma, in Oklahoma was like eighty five thousand is eighty five thousand people which isn't necessarily eighty five thousand voters because the people includes people under 18 and it also includes people who are non-citizens who are living there. Um, but the difference between in Nevada and you know, it was like a hundred and forty five thousand people difference between the smallest, uh, dis- the smallest congressional district and the largest congressional district. And I don't think you had that much growth between in, in ten years that would make that one district be that much larger in population which means that the lines were drawn incorrectly and I have no problem. You know, we will target any, again, anywhere it's happening, we will target it. Now we're going to target the problematic ones most, but if, if I have no problem saying, Hey, gerrymandering hurts all voters and I make it a point to say in, in Nevada, the gerrymandering that's done in Nevada hurts Republicans in that specific particular state. Now, nationwide, as we're seeing in, in my series of videos on gerrymandering, it's overall the Republicans have a multiple seat advantage at, at this point in the video series, and we'll see how that continues. Uh, so, so the, the, even though a Republican in Nevada might not have the most, most rep, as much representation as they should in Congress over in over from the state of Nevada itself, but Republicans overall in the country. Have more say in Congress because of how these lines are drawn. Um, let's see. The other eight years, please, of Biden. Uh, okay, sure. That's that's fine with me. <laughs> now we need, of course, the Congress to support, but we'll see. Uh, do you, so, so did, bringing a boy. You don't want to see uh, Trump reelected in 2024, or who who would you want? You, who who do you really want to see? Who would you like to see as president? Or as the nominee of the Republican Party in 2024. That's what I'd like to know. Who, who would you want to see when it comes to that? Um, anyway, so uh, we had the Supreme Court hearings on the uh, what is it eight uh, House Senate Bill eight in in let's see. You you want Tulsi Tulsi Gabbard? Do you want her to be the Republican nominee? Wow. I'm just shocked that the, the Tulsi love is, is so bizarre to me. Like, she's so weird. Like, I don't get her. I don't get Tulsi at all. I don't understand the appeal of her politically. Uh, like, why do conservatives love her so much if she's a Democrat? Why is she a Democrat based off of some of the positions he holds? Like, I'd rather Marianne Williamson, and Marianne Williamson's a kook. Although Marianne Williamson, for her credit, to her credit, did get uh, reparations completely right. I mean, nailed it. Nailed it at the debate. But Gabbard all day and young. So she's young. That's why you like her? Because she's young?
1: <laughs>
0: I mean, youth has its benefits, I suppose. But I don't know necessarily that I would say, okay, this is uh, this is why I would want Tulsi to be my my. Rep- my presidential candidate um i don't know a lot of the republican party though still likes donald still wants to see trump oh you want her as vp okay well who do you want as president that's what i want to know who do you want as president so we got the we got the supreme court trial going on when it comes to the hearing over i think it's against senate bill eight i want to say let's see make sure that that's right if I can spell properly um, yes so it was related to abortions uh, That 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 is the correct law I remembered it correctly and I was listening um, in the background to the arguments being made by uh, the lawyers for and against uh, Senate Bill 8 uh, when you know as it's being discussed and the whole thing I mean The person who came up with it is an evil genius. I I will say that. Andrew Young as VP? Oh, okay. You weren't saying that you liked Gabbard because she was young. You want Gabbard to be the presidential candidate and Andrew Young to be the VP. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. But why is that? I'd like to know. I'd like to know why. Um, is this Andrew Young Jr., like the 89-year-old, or is this somebody else that I'm not seeing? Andrew Jackson Young? Or is that the same person? No, that's still the same person. Andrew Young is, 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 is Andrew Jackson Young from New Orleans um that's interesting since i live in new orleans too um all right young is not young <laughs> but I, 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 whatever I, I, that would be that would be interesting to see it wouldn't be the first time to uh that somebody on my in my media presence correctly predicted something if this became right um i remember back when they were trying to figure out who John McCain was going to pick as vice president. Somebody came to liberaldan.com and was like, "I wouldn't be surprised if he picks Sarah if he picks Sarah Palin." And then Sarah Palin got picked, and I was like, "Whoa, dude, you got that one right." So, um, anyway, back to the abortion topic the Supreme Court, and then the fact that you have an evil genius who wrote this because there is just so many questions about. Who can bring suits over this? Who can sue over this? And like, which, which comes back to uh, many times on this show, I have criticized the idea of standing, um, whether or not somebody has the standing to bring a case or not, uh, especially when it comes to challenging the constitutionality of a particular case. And that you should be able to sue about an unconstitutional law, maybe before it even harms anybody. Now I would say it's already harming people, but you know, even even if it's not what hadn't been harming people, somebody should be able to say this is not a constitutional law. But furthermore, the idea that I can't challenge a law that that's unconstitutional just because it, I feel it's unconstitutional, I shouldn't be able to prove it in court that it's unconstitutional. But that's part of the problem with our with our. That's one of the problems with our system in that. I think we put the onus on the wrong people to prove the constitutionality of laws, okay and let me let me see if I can explain that um, the government should have to establish that whatever they're doing is constitutional like the the onus should be on the government to prove that they have the constitutional authority to enact the law that they're enacting it shouldn't be up to the individuals the people to have to prove that it's not constitutional government should government should have to be able to say this is why we believe it's constitutional maybe there should be some sort of thing set up where to where we have like a a panel of judges that looks at every law that comes down the pipe and not, you know, not budgetary stuff. But if you're enacting a law that prevents people from doing a particular action, there should be an automatic, automatic judicial review to determine whether or not this law is constitutional or not. And it should be bipartisan, and it should have to pass. It should have, it should have to pass with like a supermajority of the panel. If you have nine judges on these panels, you would have you should be able to you should have to have a six to three say yes, six to three this law is constitutional this law we believe that this law will pass constitutional muster if it gets challenged all the supreme court or no we don't feel that it will pass and then have that kind of be a block when it comes to the implementation or the the, the passage of these laws so now maybe that's a crazy idea i don't know how realistic it is to be able to do such a thing but Again my my point has always been that it should be the responsibility of government to prove that the laws they pass are under the Constitution and not that an individual should have to prove they have standing to challenge the law that being said that's what's being discussed part of as part of this these two cases that were heard on Monday about abortion in the Supreme Court uh, specifically about Texas Senate bill eight and the it, it's the whole idea of the, of the Texas law is ridiculous. The idea that you have to, that, that the state is using individual people to bring these, uh, to bring these cases, to act on their, uh, in their stead and bringing civil suits against these businesses to be able to, you know, basically take money out of them for doing like, it's just, it's, it's bizarre in its premise but genius in its implementation in that it's creating such of a legal question as well, why does the government has the authority to sue? Well, to me, the, the federal government should have the ability to step in and say, hey, we don't believe that this, that these, that this is under the Constitution, that the people's constitutional rights are being violated and, and it's our job as a Justice Department to protect people when their constitutional rights are being viola- violated. And if you have, according to Roe versus Wade, which is still the law of the land, you have a right to an abortion, so therefore, stare decisis should say that any law that prevents you from from practicing that right because you've made it illegal is wrong, but because it's not the state enforcing it. But I would argue, one thing I was surprised I never heard that I would argue is that it's not there's no state official that's you know it's, it's not a sheriff, it's not a police officer, but you you still have state officials that are helping to enforce this law. The judges and the clerks are doing it. You know, to me, if 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 if, you, if a state official can't uh, can't enforce this law, then how does the how do the clerks how do the judges get to act? How, wh- how do they have the power to act? That would be one of the ways I would argue against it, is because is that since it has no teeth, it, it should have no teeth. Then and there should be no ability for anybody to do it. Perhaps one of the things they might rule, I don't know. They, they basically basically want an injunction against anybody being able to file through under of these types um, but you know and after, I don't know who is going to be uh, i don't know who who is going to vote for what clearly we have a situation where um, you have three liberal justices. Who are clearly going to say this law is ridiculous and it needs to be overturned. It it needs to be stopped. Um, I do believe that Roberts will come along and agree as well that this goes against their decisions, and because it goes against their decisions, it uh, it it cannot then be a legal law. It cannot be constitutional and violates their decisions and takes. Denies the woman, a woman's right to be able to get an abortion. Now, Roberts did vote for the Texas law that seeks to force admitting privileges uh, on abortion clinic doctors. It said you need to have admitting privileges in order to operate. And Roberts did say, "Nope, you know, I'm fine with that. This is not unconstitutional." But then, Roberts did, on the other hand, when it came down to the Louisiana version of the law, when that was challenged, uh, Roberts he, he didn't change his vote. Uh, but he said, hey, this is now a Supreme Court precedent that – so uh, even though I voted no previously, I'm going to vote – or voted yes to keep the law previously, I'm voting no to toss the law now because that's the Supreme Court precedent. So Roberts is at least consistent with his views when it comes to stare decisis and making sure that uh, the, the, the court's legal precedents are upheld. Now, who who, uh, who else might come along with Roberts? Um, I I reached out to somebody that I know, uh, somebody who is a lawyer who does work for Planned Parenthood, um, but they could not come out and um, speak in their official capacity. Um, But let's see, Uh, they do believe that from the line of questionings, uh, that, that it's possible that Kavanaugh or Barrett even might say that they can't rule in support of the Texas law because of you know the ridiculousness of it I don't know exactly why but according to the individual that I know um, the line of questioning as it as 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 they were asked it seems to suggest that Barrett and Kavanaugh might take issue with how the law is implemented as well which would be good news um, you know, I, I love seeing conservative appointed justices rule in ways that make uh, conservative voters unhappy. Let's see. Daily News is banned. Code hangers and no more abortions. Ah, oh, very funny. Um, so I didn't get to listen to the gun arguments today, but it does seem some, – some news articles did seem to say that uh, the, uh, the arguments about New York's gun control – Laws seem to seem to imply that that law might get overturned now i'm I guess interesting uh, liberal when it comes to gun control because I do th- I do th- i don't think anybody has the implicit right to sell guns, and as such, I think we should be able to enforce background checks. but I do think that all gun control should come from the federal level because the federal level the second amendment says a well-regulated militia, which to me would then grant the federal government the ability to regulate the militia. So if it's, and if it's not, if it's, if if that's true, then if it's a power that's retained by the federal government, then it's not one that's passed on via the 10th amendment to the states, which would seem to imply that states would then not be able to enforce gun control laws. Now that's not our current judicial precedent. Uh, So, so, Stare decisis wins the day, I suppose. Although stare decisis is not a uh, guarantee that things are going to remain the same as they are. If it did, we wouldn't see Brown versus Board of Education overtake Plessy versus Ferguson. If it was, um, you know, we wouldn't see the, the examples where I think Alito, um, Alito was one of the people who argued about stare decisis and how he supports the current the rule of law uh, and existing Supreme Court precedent, and then went back on it many, many times including Lily Ledbetter versus Goodyear Tire. So I don't know. We're, we'll, we'll see about that. Um, we, we haven't had that many people in the chat today on YouTube as compared to other weeks. It's probably because they didn't put Kyle Rittenhouse in the title of, of the episode. So maybe if I say like Rittenhouse, 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 is that going to bring the people magically like, like they were Beetlejuice? I don't know. But let's go ahead and take our final commercial break and we'll come back. Okay. Using gerrymandering, uh, voter suppression, and other nefarious uh, tactics, the it. Republican Party stop has it. manipulated our electoral system stop. from it. There we go. For every reason, for some reason, when I uh, try and play the Stop the Coup intro, uh, I, I instead want to play the Stop the Coup block, and, and I hit the wrong one. It's the second week in row that I've done it, so... Oops, anyway, here we go. We are now going to go to our final commercial break, 914-803-4131. That's 914-803-4131. This is Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. do you want to set money aside for a rainy day do you want to open an account that will give you a savings bonus each month what if i told you that you can get both and have a chance to win 10 million dollars yada is an fdic insured bank and when you go to yada.liberaldan.com open an account and make your first deposit you will get 100 entries into the next weekly drawing you will also get entries each week you have a balance so go to yada.liberaldan.com. That's Y-O-T-T-A.liberaldan.com. Using gerrymandering, voter suppression, and other nefarious tactics, the Republican Party has manipulated our electoral system to maintain as much control as possible despite being a party in the minority. Liberal Dan Radio seeks to change that, and I need your help in doing so. Liberal Dan Radio has partnered with Levelfield to help us use tools that are typically only available to big money donors. When you go to stopthecoup.liberaldan.com and make your contribution, it will encourage other voters to reach out to their legislators to pass legislation to stop gerrymandering and voter suppression, and target elected officials who refuse to protect the vote. Every eligible voter should be able to cast a ballot, and that ballot should have the same power as everyone else. I can't do this alone. I need your help. So please go to stopthecoup.liberaldan.com and make your contribution today. That's stopthecoup.liberaldan.com. Stopthecoup.liberaldan.com. Political advertising paid for by Level Field. Contributions are not tax-deductible as charitable contributions. And welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. Uh, we are in our final minutes of the show for this week, um, so not much, too much time for a call. Nine one four eight zero three forty one thirty one. If we do want to do a call, um, uh, Daily News bringing boy in the chat says there is only one true conservative court justice. So I'm guessing you would probably say Clarence Thomas. Is that who you would say? Um, that's my guess as to what who who you might. Uh, Yes, it's my prediction, at least. Anyway, do want to go ahead and play um, one thing? We did have some hearings, I guess, and discussions, and we still haven't passed the, you know, the bring back better, build back better bill and other such legislation that's waiting. We're waiting on, uh, um, you know, the Democrats to get their thumbs out their butts, I guess. And Daily News says yes, I'm I'm right in my guess about Clarence Thomas, but um, so somebody had something to say about the uh, child care credits and we'll, we'll see what why he is this week's hypocrite of the week This week's hypocrite of the week is Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell called President Biden's child tax credit a monthly welfare deposit. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell supported the Trump tax plan which is an annual corporate welfare plan costing almost two and a half times as much Guess we all know who's back pocket Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell is in To see who next week's hypocrite of the week will be Tune into Liberal Band Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. Wednesdays at eight PM Central on BlogtalkRadio.com slash Liberal And there you go. Once again, Mitch McConnell. Sentiment earlier, Mitch McConnell is this week's Hypocrite of the Week, as he has been many weeks before. Probably our reigning and defending champion. Even though the, he hasn't he's not in every week, but he has the title for most weeks. So he'll probably be he could probably be maybe I could make a hypocrite of the year segment Ooh. but if there was a hypocrite of the year segment he would probably have the shoe-in for that one maybe we should mail something to his office be like congratulations mitch mcconnell you are the hypocrite of the year as voted by liberal dan radio talk from the left that's right uh, maybe we'll make a
1: special video about him
0: for that we'll see that we'll put that on the back burner at least and see if, if that's something that we want to do seems like it might be cute or funny or whatever uh daily news kyle is still a hero i don't know about that it's interesting that we finally got to see the FBI aerial footage, and of course, uh, the people discussing uh, who who are um, who believe that Kyle Rittenhouse didn't didn't do anything wrong. Um, of course, those people uh, are saying that this only helps the defense. Uh, I I looked at the video once or twice, and I I tend to see something different. I see, you know, Rittenhouse running in the direction of. Where Rosenbaum was, Rosenbaum hiding to try and get away from him, and then maybe Rosenbaum thinking, okay, well this might be the time to be able to defend myself if I'm able to catch him off guard, and then that's when Rosenbaum starts chasing Kyle. Um, I don't, I think there there is an argument there to be made that Rittenhouse that makes Rittenhouse the aggressor, um, but we'll see, we'll see if that's the case, and we'll see if the if the prosecution makes those arguments that his chasing that this is him chasing after Rosenbaum that this was him that 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 Rosenbaum did not give up his right to defend himself uh, just because he hid behind a car and that um, Rittenhouse chased, running running from Rosenbaum at that point does not did not adequately meet the requirements that one has to give to a- give adequate notice uh, that one is not involving this person in the fight. Furthermore I think the most damning thing in the FBI footage is that you don't see there's nothing you you can't, it doesn't look like he's close enough to, to, to be, to, to do, to do anything that would justify the use of deadly force. Like he throws a bag at him, you know, I don't know what the, I don't know what's in the bag, but it doesn't look like the bag carries very well. So it's, it's not like the bag was going to be a threat to Rittenhouse. And, the, the the distance between Rittenhouse and Rosenbaum in that first shot, I believe, was far too great to basically justify deadly force at that point. So now some people disagree with me, and there's an individual who does disagree with me on that point, point. Um, and whether or not he is going to, I'm going to invite him on the show or not, will depend on how I feel, uh, because for a while we were having conversations about, of course we have a phone call, uh, <laughs> the last few minutes that's fine I'll we'll take it but um you know I was having a back and forth with some individual on somebody else's YouTube page and I was like I'm not dealing with you anymore so I'm just going to respond to you have a nice day every single time I responded have a nice day have a nice day have a nice day he finally apologized to his credit do I want to deal with that further I don't know um but anyway we're going to bring you on my friend how's it going
2: hello how
0: are you hello What's going on? How's life out (laughs) there on the um, West Coast?
2: Oh, it's hot. It's been hot, but nice. (laughs) Other than that, calm seas, you know, and all that. So, um, anyway, I wanted to talk about real briefly, since you're going to be ending your show, um, the standing issue. Um, If we didn't, if the courts didn't require standing, then anybody could sue for, you know, any reason. And standing, it, it actually limits that in that you have to be directly affected uh, by the law that um, and so and therefore fighting it in the courts as far as it being unjust because you suffered cer- certain injuries by it but just because you don't like a law shouldn't you shouldn't be able to go to the courts and file a, a lawsuit against the state um, or the federal government, just because you don't like a law, because there's lots of laws that people don't like, and there's lots of laws that are bad laws and unconstitutional laws. But unless we're directly affected, um, there's nothing that we can do about it, or if well, the state is directly affected by a uh, federal government law. you know. I mean, um, I understand why
0: have, standing exists. I mean, I understand that. It, it's just a matter of the fact that, like, like they've crafted this law in such a way this particular law, in to try and make it almost impossible under what they believe is is, is a correct legal theory. Now, maybe it was not a correct legal theory, uh, but they've tried to craft this law in such a way to make it so that no that the only people that can bring a suit to challenge the law are the are, are basically it requires them to break the law and then get sued and then be, put themselves at risk to have to pay a $10,000 fine plus legal fees to everybody who might want to come after them because this law, what this law does is it removes the requirement of people to be directly harmed in order for them to bring a civil lawsuit against the abortion clinics.
1: That's
0: the thing. It's written in the law. The, The law literally says that any person in the state of Texas, or any person in general, I don't think you even have to be a citizen in the state of Texas. If an abortion clinic performs an abortion on, or terminates a pregnancy after six weeks is up, anybody can bring a civil lawsuit on this, uh, and against that person for performing an illegal abortion. They don't have to prove standing.
2: Okay. But as you mentioned earlier, as far as uh, there, there's no teeth, in that law there's no way to really enforce it and so it's just another bad law on the books and so with that said it's like, well, i would argue so, well,
0: point i would argue that i would argue if i was the if i was the attorneys trying to argue against this case i would say that if, if if no state official is allowed to enforce this law then why wouldn't that preclude the clerks and the judges from doing that but that's not how the state of texas is treating it the state of texas is basically saying the legislator Nobody in the legislature, the legislative branch, or the, or the executive branch can do anything to enforce this law. Or, but, but the people, but but the people who bring the cases are doing the enforcement of the law by bringing a civil suit against these places that do abortions. Furthermore, well,
2: only the, again, only if if you have a, a plaintiff, if you have a plaintiff that's actually saying, "Ooh, I'm telling and then files a suit saying this person um, violated the law by doing, you know, performing an abortion six weeks um, past six weeks. But I mean, how many people are really going to do that? <laughs> and if, I, so, think and if of the people person are believes do it, that I they didn't do anything wrong, then they'll win.
0: There was a website that was dedicated for, for collecting the information of every single abortion clinic doing abortions in that state, and it's had the chilling effect, as they've said in the court case, whatever is to, to that 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 clinics have decided that they don't want to take the risk, they don't want to put themselves in, in liability to have to, to to have a ruling against them for ten thousand dollars plus legal fees for every single individual in that clinic that helped perform the abortion. By the way, the the board is. The law is worded. You have you. You could potentially sue the the person who, if there was any anesthesia does, anesthet- you know, whatever. You know, if it was the, the nurse who was performing uh-huh. the anesthesiologist came in and, and and helped with it, that person could get sued for ten thousand dollars. The doctor performing the procedure could get sued also sued for ten thousand dollars for the same abortion. The nurse, any nurse well, that worked on it, ten thousand dollars the say more. If somebody drove the person to the clinic. That person could get sued for ten thousand dollars by people who have no it, relation to this thing whatsoever.
2: It doesn't actually, as far as um, what was I going to say? Oh, if you're if you're performing a, an abortion pre six weeks prior, you know, just to the six week mark, then you're okay. Then there's no problem. How
0: many people know they're, that? Do,
2: How many mean? people know that it's, they're well, pregnant before they're really, six weeks? We know. Many women, or not many, but some women will say, there's no we, there's no way we don't know because we, we can be late sometimes because of stress or whatever. But our bodies know, and it's it's more of a, you, you just, if you're having sex, well, then you just got to test yourself to make sure that you're not pregnant. So, you know, just because you missed your period doesn't mean you won't show up positive on one of the pregnancy tests. If the hormone is there in your body because it was released because there was conception, then you'll know. So you just have to buy a pregnancy test and, you know, test yourself. As, as soon as you're late, if you're not sure, you take a pregnancy test. And then after... The, and that even, will tell you even once you, you realize you're late, late it could be too thought. late. Huh?
0: But once you realize you're late, that could be too late. According to Section 171.208, Civil Liability for Violation or Aiding or Abetting a Violation, any person other than the officer or an employee of a state or local government entity in the state may bring a civil action. So with any person in the state, doesn't have to be a citizen, uh-huh. it could be a non-citizen the state, but any person can bring a state, So, can bring the suit. So while we're sitting here arguing over whether or not uh, anybody can challenge the Texas law for, because of a lack of standing or standing or lack thereof, they're, they're, trying to the, the, they're trying to challenge the federal government standing in protecting people's civil rights. Meanwhile, this law specifically says that anybody. If I lived in Houston and I wanted to sue an abortion, make a quick. If I knew an abortion clinic made ten thousand bucks, I could sue that abortion clinic. I could sue the doctor. I could. I could. make fifty grand off of one abortion, under this law.
2: Now, the pre, the people will get charged ten thousand dollars, as far as the fine goes. But that doesn't mean that money goes to the person suing.
0: Yeah, absolutely, it does. Who doesn't it it say
2: that? It's a where, fine, where so it goes to the state.
0: No, it's not no, it's not it doesn't go to the state. It's a civil lawsuit. It is a civil lawsuit.
2: <laughs> then it, it goes it, to it, the it, county. It's a fine. No, Just it like if go you had a traffic ticket or any other fine. It goes to either or, but it doesn't go to the person suing. It does. If you absolutely can show that, that to be, me and read it to me in that law, but I mean, I'll, I'll say I was wrong
0: notwithstanding Section 171 or any other law requirements of the subchapter, shall be enforced through the private civil actions described in 171.208. Let's just pull that up. Let's just pull up Section 171.208. Let's search for that. Because
2: that would be ridiculous. (laughs)
0: <laughs> is not, it, not that it isn't
2: ridiculous now, but I mean, I, you know, I don't agree with, the, with that law, but and it, it makes it even more ridiculous if that were the case. Okay. 171.203,
0: 204, 205, 207. Do, 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 do. I guess we just search for 208 at this point, but...
2: up and we have to say if okay. the person would be
0: awarded section, and- section 171.208 civil liability for violation or aiding or abetting a violation any person other than officer or employee of the state or local government entity in the state may bring a civil action against the person who performs or induces an abortion in violation of the subchapter to two knowingly engages in conduct that aids or abeds the, the performance or inducement of an abortion including paying for or reimbursing the cost of an abortion through insurance or otherwise if the abortion is or induced in violation of the subchapter, regardless of whether or not the person knew or should have known that the abortion uh, was in violation of the subchapter, intends to engage in the conduct described by subdivision one or two. If a claimant prevails in an action brought under this section, the court shall award injunctive relief sufficient to prevent the defendant from violating the subchapter or engaging in acts that aid or abed statutory damages in an amount of not less than $10,000 for each abortion that the defendant performed or induced in violation of the subchapter and for each abortion performed or induced in violation of the subchapter that the defendant aided or abetted. Three, cost and attorney fees notwithstanding subsection B. A court may not award relief under this chapter in violation of this if the defendant demonstrates that the defendant has previously paid the full amount. Uh, blah, 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 blah notwithstanding uh, civil practice remedies, or a person may bring an action under the subsection not later than the fourth anniversary. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's a civil lawsuit. Um, and it
2: said specifically that a person who had a, an abortion performed or um, thereof, that that person could collect money for, for the cost of the abortion or whatever else, that was named well, anymore. no, it, it said that, that if,
0: it, it said if somebody helped pay for an abortion, like if it was an insurance company or something that covered the abortion, you could sue the right, insurance company for ten thousand, for ten thousand dollars, no less than ten thousand dollars. You could sue them for okay. more. Okay. So.
2: Okay, but that's a person
0: that actually had an abortion. No, no, it did not know about the law. No, this doesn't actually mention the person who had the abortion. That this this, this it law does. from. As I understand, this law. With the exception of the fact that if the person, maybe if the person paid for their own abortion, then maybe that would that might trigger it. But this is yeah, saying if somebody could, else paid for it, like if 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 you were pregnant and wanted an abortion in Texas, and I paid for your abortion, then I could be sued simply for the act that I wrote a check that said this is for your abortion, and you could and 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 bringing a boy, you could sue me for ten thousand dollars, and then. I would lose, and then I would owe bringing a boy ten thousand dollars because it's a civil action.
2: Well, it just said that there, as far as no, re- no per- as far as no reward, there will be no nothing awarded to that person. It's a, you can have a civil no, it action. No,
0: it, it says that there's nothing. You can you can collect
2: your attorney's fees. It said and and any costs. No, any no cost it, it said that, that it
0: if, if let's say let's say, I, let's say bringing a boy sued me for ten thousand dollars. That's what that, the part of that you're talking about in the law. If bringing a boy said, "I'm suing Dan for liberal Dan for ten thousand dollars because he paid for your abortion." Now somebody else comes along and says, "Oh, I know that Dan paid for this abortion, so therefore I'm going to sue Dan too and try and get ten, another ten thousand dollars from Dan uh, because I know <laughs> Dan did the abortion." So what this law does is, is, is it allows it, it basically prevents the piling piling on. It creates it creates basically says that if, if I pay, if I did a, if I did something, it basically avoids double jeopardy in civil law, in the civil case. But so
2: you know, the money is a, a penalty, so penalties are not awarded to people.
0: No, it's not a penalty, though. It's not a fine. It's not awarded as a fine. It's a civil defense. It's a fine. But it
2: also doesn't say that the person will be awarded $10,000. Well, why
0: does it have to? It, it, it shouldn't have to because, because it says the it's the a civil action.
2: But... <laughs> If the money they agreed on $10,000 would be punishment least, for the person that performed the abortion.
0: Well, who does it go to? Who, it goes who are you to saying it goes whoever to?
2: they designated it to, but they didn't specifically, it has to say specifically in the law that the person will be awarded $10,000 or whatever money that they had decided. And it was a $10,000 amount. So
1: it doesn't say that. I don't believe you're correct. If the
2: money goes to some a person, as far as that sued the plaintiff, then th- that doesn't mean that the person gets the money.
0: <laughs> I, I, but I, 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 I strongly disagree with that because I don't think that every single civil violation in, um, let's see, civil...
2: A regular Texas. civil lawsuit, like if my neighbor's dog bites me and I sue him for doctor bills and he's got to pay for that, that civil case says in there that... If I win the case, then I will be awarded damages and injuries, as well it. as my filing and my my um, court costs.
0: The case will say it, but is is the law going to say that? Is the law going to spell out that somebody else, other than the person bringing the civil lawsuit, is going to is going to get the money? I don't exactly. I don't believe that's so the case. So it doesn't
2: say it. Since, right. I don't so think it says it in any civil it.
0: law though. Because
2: well, there's, civil... because there is no law that that's like that. That's why it's so stupid. <laughs> It doesn't say that that those people, that other than anybody actually having an abortion, um, that when they sue, that they're going to get any money. So, you know, if I go by a clinic and I find out some, one of the people had an abortion, and I go, ooh, there's one, I can make $10,000. No, that's not the case. I can file the case, basically routing out that person and the doctor or whatever, but I don't get anything for it. <laughs> that's, it the law has to specifically state. Like and all the and all filings for civil lawsuit, all that paperwork that you specifically gives you instructions and what will happen when you file a civil lawsuit, Um, and if it doesn't include it in the law as far as any award, because (laughs) civil lawsuits are for damages, um, punitive damages, you know, lost work, whatever, doctor bills, this or that. Um, you can't collect well, anything. Well, you
0: bring up punitive damages. Let me let me bring that up. So if, if I sue you and I get like a dollar in actual damages, and then and then like, you know, a million dollars in punitive damages to punish you for your bad behavior, you know, the money goes to me, right? I mean, the punitive damages also go to me. They don't go to mm-hmm. some random person. They go to me. It's not right. a fine. It's, but it's it not, doesn't it's not state a, that
2: in this in this particular it, it law. do
0: not I, I don't believe it states that in any case. I don't think it' says that in any section of, of, of Texas law or really any law. That, that that I don't think it the law I don't think every single thing under the under the law that opens up a, a potential for a civil lawsuit, I don't think it says in, in every single one of these, I'm trying to find one at the moment. Let's see.
2: You had to have sustained some type of personal injury as a result of
0: the the law but the Texas person. law does specifically does not require injury.
2: I know, not the in Texas this lawsuit.
0: one. Right, but it doesn't require injury to file a civil lawsuit, but you're still filing a civil lawsuit. If, I'm, if I file a civil lawsuit against you, that means that I'm uh-huh. saying that – it means that I'm seeking you to you, – you
2: Damages. To, right, injury. I'm seeking
0: damages. Mm-hmm. Which I get to get the damages. Of the, if I win the civil lawsuit, I get, I get paid X amount of money.
2: And it says that in the law for civil lawsuits.
0: It says that in the law that covers civil lawsuits generally, but this specifically yes. – but it, it doesn't say it. It doesn't spell out in every law pertaining to civil lawsuits that
2: – It does. It does in the paperwork, in the filings.
0: And the, well, that's the filing. That's, that's, not, that's not the law. The filings are not the law. The filings are what I is- – when I file a lawsuit, I say I'm filing a lawsuit for libel. I say you've libeled me. So, I, right. I, so I'm suing you for libel. And, and the law and, and the and the law for libel, I'm, I'm pretty sure, is not going to say specifically say that somebody else can't sue you. I like my you know my friend can't sue party. you for libeling mm-hmm.
2: me. But
0: right. so, so 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 I'm going to sue you for libeling me. The law for libel is is not going to also say and then you get damages. It just it's just going to say. I can bring a civil lawsuit against you if you commit an act of libel against me or if you and defame you my character and I'll be and awarded be whatever awarded. it was, Damn. but it's not going to, it's not gonna, the, the law, the law for libel in and of itself isn't going to say that, that it's going to specifically direct that the money from that libel lawsuit goes to me. That's what the civil law. That's that, that's what that's what the rules of civil procedure are going to say in general. That when somebody brings a civil lawsuit against an individual, that they are going to get you know monet, if if there are monetary damages, the monetary damages are going to be awarded to the person bringing the lawsuit. It's not going to state in every single part of the state law where the money goes to because the money is going to go is always going to go from the person suing to the person being sued. Right,
2: but it doesn't state yes normally yes, and yes, but it doesn't state that in in the law that you just read.
0: But it doesn't have to state it in the law that I read because it states it in 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 the, in the laws pertaining to the civil procedure of of what happens in a civil lawsuit in general. Like the only thing that that this law brings up that it it basically it, let me bring up the. Here's the thing. So section one seven one two zero eight. Any person may bring a civil action. So so any person may bring it. So it goes against the normal rules. So so it, it makes an exception for who would normally have standing to bring a civil action. It says as unlike these other laws where where you must have standing as standing is defined generally in Texas law. Because it, it, it basically, Texas law is going to say, in general, to bring a civil suit, you need standing. And then once you prove, once you have standing to bring a civil suit, you're going to then, uh, and if you're successful in your civil suit, you're going to get damages based off of the fact that, you know, you have the ability to bring a lawsuit and you proved the person did what they, what they said they did, so therefore you can get the money. This law specifically says that anybody can bring it, that anybody has standing, to bring this, to bring these cases, it doesn't then change who gets the money. It's always going to be the person bringing the civil lawsuit that gets the money, if there are money, if, if there are monetary damages, and the monetary damages are at least ten thousand bucks per incident. Okay, but
2: we have the civil, civil court cases. They're they're the same across the board for all the states. The United States civil lawsuits. That's
1: uh, what they I are. Think, civil cases in the United States I, I, courts. I
0: think there, well, are, different stand, I think there are different rules on standing. Cases. I think there are different rules on standing based off of um, federal courts and federal civil procedure and state civil procedure. I also think that states may also have different civil procedures. For example, Louisiana is under the Napoleonic Code. So Louisiana civil procedures may very well be different than Texas's, which might differ from California's. So,
2: but they still have the basic basics as far as what you have to be personally injured for that. For, for <laughs> I don't know how they right. worded it. In Texas. In, in most, it's In most cases, go ahead. Go
0: ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead.
2: No, I was just going to say, as far as Texas goes and and as far as the way they worded that law, it contradicts what civil lawsuits are about in the first place by allowing all these people or anybody, I guess I could say, um, to to sue over that. And it doesn't make any sense, and that's why I don't like it. I think it's stupid. I mean, it's wrong, number one, to try and control anybody, any person, you know, for for anything, to tell them what they can do with their body. You know, if you have a licensed physician... Um, that performs medical procedures um, and does that specifically whatever it is that you want done or, or need to have done or whatever it is, um, then then so be it you know period. So we're not in a disagreement as far as the law goes. It's just how it's written and how I believe it's it's written to be said, but it doesn't make it right. It, it, no, it, I mean no, I, I agree with you that the law
0: is not right. <laughs> I agree with it, the law that the law yeah. is not right, but the law, right. but as it's, but as it's written and, and as, as it's been sold um, by the people who support it in the state of Texas, i.e. those people who pa- passed it and signed it in the law, um, mm. it, yeah. it, it does allow for people who were not injured in any means whatsoever to collect money. Now I've suggested, well, what happens? Well, maybe, maybe, you know, if I sue an abortion clinic for ten thousand bucks, and then the abortion clinic then charges ten thousand dollars a bucks more for their abortions and then I then gift the gift the money to the individual as a gift who got the abortion, and then that helps that person pay the the, the money back you know potentially maybe that's the way you circumvent the rule um except for the fact that you know court costs might then have to also be paid, but um, yeah. maybe I do it for a little so maybe I, have to I do it for a little believe bit conservatives more
2: conservatives went for that. I don't know what do they were thinking. I mean, they want the least amount of government encroachment, and then here they go and impose something like this, and they and they like it and they agree with it. And it's just well, it's, I just it, I don't get it. I don't get it.
0: in 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 many modern conservative ele- to be a cons- to be a conservative elected official these days, <laughs> hypocrisy is is a, is a is a base requirement. Why do you think that? Yeah. Mitch Mc- why do you think that Mitch McConnell is my hypocrite of the week almost every week? Because he proves himself to be a hypocrite in almost everything he does. Now, this is not to say that there's no Democrat or liberals who are hypocrites because I've featured Democrats and other liberals uh. Yeah, no, there it happens the week, on both sides maybe. of the
2: aisle. <laughs> right.
0: But but this, yeah. this you know, this, this law is is plainly ridiculous. And and because mm-hmm. it allows anybody to bring a civil action and it allows those you know, if I live in Texas and I want to make a buck, I if I know an abortion took place, I'm like, okay, there's an abortion, I'm suing, done, you know. Now most likely mm-hmm. how how many people how are people going to know that an abortion takes place? I don't know. So maybe more more than likely maybe it's, you know, the person who is the potential, you know, sperm donor or, you know, somebody maybe their family like, you know, uh, grandparents or something or, or parents of the person who got the abortion, who doesn't want the fact who wanted a grandkid or something. Maybe they would or be the maybe person they were who just would
2: Standing just to appease the conservatives, you know, so they threw well, it's all, it out Well It's also, to... you know,
0: it, it, but it's had, the, it's had the desired effect that the number of abortions that have been performed in the state of Texas have dropped because mm-hmm. most of the clinics don't want to put themselves in harm's way. They don't want, and that's the thing is that, with federal standing, you know, which is which is why they're like, well, if, if we can make this law that makes it so undesirable, like in the Supreme Court arguments, they were like, what if the fine was 10,000? What if the fine was a million? You know, mm-hmm. would that change things in, in anybody's mind? You know, to me, it wouldn't. It would just be just more ridiculousness on behalf of, you know, the, the state of Texas by setting the minimum at a million instead of the minimum at 10,000 or a 100,000, whatever oh. you want to do, whatever you want to say. But At the
2: end of the 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 day, we have conservatives that claim, you know, the liberals, the lefts, whatever they call them, um, want to control everything, social programs, universal health care, universal, what do you call it, that income, all this other. And they they bitch and moan about that all the time as far as socialism, socialism. And here, you know, now they may be all proud of themselves, but what you've done now is, okay, so – you're forcing people to be responsible, which that sounds not so bad. But on the other hand, it's like you're still forcing somebody to do something, which is basically to be responsible and have responsible sex and be responsible enough to to make sure by testing yourself whether you're pregnant or not. And and you know they're doing the exact same thing as far as wanting that control over human beings in order to make them responsible people in their eyes. In their eyes. Um, and it doesn 't make any sense for 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 them to bitch and moan about the left when they 're doing the same thing just with different things, but they feel that they're self righteous people for for doing that, and it just that 's not their job
0: <laughs> well and one of the other interesting things that have been brought up about this is there there was somebody who early on who called into one of the conservative talk shows that i that I listen to a lot um, who was concerned about what if this is if this is successful. And if this ends up being a way for to, to do a de facto ban on abortion by mm-hmm. by making it so that the, the people can sue, so thus making it impossible for anybody to have standing to to be able mm-hmm. to challenge the law, unless right. unless you risk unless you risk um incurring the initial penalties of tens of thousands of dollars per each for whatever abortion that you perform. Unless you risk, unless you want to take that risk, you know, and, and and many abortion clinics basically said, no, we're not going to want that risk because we don't want to have to pay that money out of pocket. Because what if we lose, then we're going to, you know, be in a financial issue. We're going to have financial issues with it. So the person mm-hmm. brought up, and other people have since brought it up as so well. There, there is actually a conservative group. I think that is supporting, or at least maybe filed an amicus brief on behalf of the Justice Department or behalf on the on the whole women's health, who I guess is the other group bringing the case uh against because i think Holman himself is basically saying you're harming us because this law makes us not be able to perform a a procedure that should be somebody's right um even though they haven't been the victim or the the subject or the target of one of these lawsuits um but this other group that's a conservative group is basically saying um well what happens if the liberals decide to do this with gun control what happens if the Mm -hmm. liberals decide to say um it is illegal to sell a gun in the state of California and uh, but the person who people who only people who can bring these lawsuits are these are the people who live in California who are not uh, government officials and then therefore if, 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 if that's the way to block standing to challenge these lawsuits then as an individual you know you're, you're going to have this, you're going to see gun stores shut down uh, because mm-hmm. because they're not going to want to put themselves under the risk of of uh, of, of, of risking that big lawsuit, and if it, and if the yeah, Supreme so Court supports, yeah, the dismantling
2: our justice system.
0: Right, if, right. If the Supreme, yeah, basically the Supreme Court rules in favor of this law and rules that the Justice Department has no standing, or that the Well woman's health or whole woman's health and can't bring the lawsuit prior to it, you know, them being brought have a lawsuit be filed against them. Um, Mm -hmm. then liberals could do a Well, we're going to do it too. And then, yeah, our justice system is scrapped at least when it comes to those sort of things, there'll then be no protection of any, then then any right is up for grabs. Any rights can be targeted at that point. And then I think, I think it was Sotomayor or Kagan. I forget which one it was, um, who brought up that and other things like what happens if, uh, state decides that gay marriage is not okay, and as such, they are going to pr- have a penalty for performing a gay marriage. So then, mm-hmm. if you if you if you perform a gay marriage, it you can get fined ten thousand dollars or whatever. Well, then no one's going to want to perform a marriage ceremony between two gay people because they might get sued, and therefore you no longer have anybody who will officiate a gay wedding. So, right. I think the only loophole with that one is that the, is that the ceremony is not needed. What you need is this paper. I don't think that if, if you're going to, you can't then open up the state to be sued civilly. I think that would be the only thing to prevent that hypothetical. But there's just so many hypotheticals out there of whatever right, what to pick a right and then choose and then figure out how a group opposed to that right could then make a law such as this. Which is the ultimate problem mm-hmm. with this law? Is that is that if you're going to, and and maybe it is possible that the Supreme Court is going to say some, make a new ruling that says that 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 because because they have to because by not doing so the Texas government has basically broken the system and some people have might have a problem with that but at the end of the day the system shouldn't be made in such a way it, you should not be able to break the justice system with Crazily enacted law. I would I would argue that perhaps one should say that the state doesn't have power to do this because by doing this it breaks this system. So there, therefore, you you don't have the Tenth Amendment power to do this because you're infringing on somebody's rights. And
2: well, unfortunately, maybe- I wish that were the case, but that unfortunately is not the case, being that their states are sovereign in their capacity, so they can. Well, they're but sovereign again, in their capacity. Hopefully- Go ahead. They're
0: sovereign in their capacity, however, they don't have the authority. The, the, they have the Tenth Amendment powers, but they don't have they don't have the power to trample over people's Ninth Amendment rights, and they don't have the power they don't have the power to. Um, it's something is in the federal Constitution, of question, right? So, but it does. You know, however,
2: they write their laws, and and the, and state law trumps federal law, so
0: uh i think they can do what they
2: want that's unfortunate just like you know go ahead
0: the supremacy clause on issues where the federal government does have power basically i think gives the federal government power to uh to to have the say i mean the 14th amendment is very clear that uh that they can that the congress can make laws that can come in that's why that's why you have the that's why you had the civil rights act with the voting rights act in 1965 that up until the Supreme Court nuked it because they felt it was not needed anymore. Um, the the the, but the abortion federal would law be
2: considered a local level um, issue because the federal government doesn't want to deal with it.
0: So until no, they deal but, but with the it and change but law, if it's ruled that if it rules that there's a right to an abortion, then the state doesn't have the authority to 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 stop somebody from doing that right. That's Only what the
2: federal government makes a law that says, you know, as far as the, the um, the I, right I, I,
0: abortion. I, I disagree with that. I, I fundamentally disagree with the idea that a state has the authority to rights need not be enumerated in the Constitution in order for them to be rights. And I do not believe that whatever, whatever powers that a state government retains or gets either retains because it's not given to the federal government or gets because it's specifically given to the states whatever those state whatever those state powers are, I wholly disagree with the idea that those powers include the ability to trample over people's rights. Now, we've had examples where it's done so, where states have done so, like people should have the right to not be slaves. But we had to enact a constitutional amendment that basically said, hey, morons, people can't be slaves, stop it. Um, but I would argue that anything that is a right should be protected, by, but just because it's, just because it's not enumerated in the Constitution as a right, it doesn't mean that it it's not something that's retained by the people. Which is, goes back to my initial point, which is when when a when a state comes or or the federal government for that matter comes up with a law that restricts an activity, it should be the responsibility of the state to prove that it has the authority to do so. That there that mm-hmm. and, and there should be those you know there are those tests like the rational basis. Uh, least restrictive means. Those are the sort of tests that the Supreme Court typically uses when states do make laws that impact people's rights. Um, yeah, like the,
2: um, I think it's Chicago, I could be wrong, that had um, cities that were um, no gun zones where nobody could own a gun in their cities or their counties or something like that. Um, right. And that, is a, that was a fundamental right that was taken from people in that city. Or state, I mean, city or county. Looks like, looks like Heller, state, what, but, well, like, like anyway.
0: Heller, the Heller ruling in Washington D.C. was uh, basically said that the rules for Washington D.C. over, over the, from the city standpoint, that that their gun restrictive laws are too burdensome, um, and it's not. And even Scalia at the time said that the the, the 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 right to own a gun is not universal, It's not it's not unlimited. That that municipalities can, according to Scalia, municipalities can in, implement some. Gun laws, but just that Heller um, went too that the, the Heller law went too far. Um, so if you're gonna, if if I'm gonna, I haven't looked too much into the current arguments against the New York gun control laws, but if I was going to bet, the the basically if, if when this law gets overturned in New York, it's probably going to be based on the arguments made in Heller that basically says again, you can put some restrictions on gun transactions or gun on some restrictions on gun ownership, but you can't go too far. And so that's probably where it's going to rest. Because, again, because this, because you have the right to own guns, um, you know, the, 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 the to me, whatever municipality, whatever government entity is seeking to put a restriction on it should have to prove why it has the rational basis to do so? Why it, how right. this doing so is the least restrictive means? How why and, it believes that, that that it has the authority to take the action that it does in any right? So and
2: that goes to the abortion as well because it's not an enumerated right as written in the context, constitution, then it shouldn't be a problem. It shouldn't even be an issue. It shouldn't even be discussed by the government at all because if it's not in there. Then that does. Then that means basically that's that's what you do is what you do. All the Constitution does is protect rights um, that we are given, but also, but given I would say it protects
0: and, But if you read the Ninth Amendment, uh, let me just get the official text of the Ninth Amendment. The enumeration in the Constitution of certain rights shall not be construed to deny or disparage others retained by the people. I.e., just because it's not written in the Constitution, it doesn't mean that it's not a right. So, right. So well, so, that's what I'm
2: saying. As far as your, it's my body. I, I hate that saying, but my body by choice, basically uh, get get government out of my personal business. You know, what I mean, if I can pay for it or have means or insurance or however it's done, well, then that's me. Shut up and get out of my life. You know, it doesn't. If right, you don't need to be governing every aspect of what I do personally, and that's what I believe that the any that the state and federal government. Start doing when they start discussing these abortion laws, and it's like, no, <laughs> well, I have the right to pursue happiness, and if it means that I need to take care of something, then I'm going to take care of it and butt out
1: <laughs> right so,
2: anyway, I don't want to take any more of your time. I know you wanted to end the show, but thank you for taking my call and <laughs> um we're actually in agreement to call in,
0: and you know I'll always <laughs> go long for you, so. <laughs> Well, if I have an emergency or something, I, there'll be an exception. But generally speaking, I know that our conversations are going to be well thought out and and we're going to get along and we're going to have a good conversation. So it it brings quality to the show. So I, I am more than happy to extend the show time to to include your voice as well. So thank you very much for calling and I appreciate it.
2: I appreciate you. Thank you. Take care. All
0: right. Have a good one. And let's see, did I, did I do the hip? Hypocr- I think I did the hypocrite of the week. I should play that other music again, just in case some anybody else missed it. Uh, the song again. Where is it? Where did I put it? Doo, 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 doo. No. I should. What I really should do is I should play the Chopper City commercial for for bringing a boy because I haven't played it for weeks. But no, I'm just gonna play the Pink Williams one.
1: If you don't want your kids to learn about the evil stuff that our founding fathers did, and you say you've had enough of the left indoctrinating kids when they go off to school, you're nothing but another propaganda-spreading fool. Our nation's evil history is not a for debate, and you can't ignore the facts just because you're full of hate. So let me tell you something you can do to simmer down. Read a goddamn history book, you racist right-wing clown.
0: There you go. So... We might be playing that a bunch on the show because I, I think it's I think it's a fun little ditty and I I enjoy it a lot. Anyway, um, I'm having a problem finding there. There's the audio for it. There we go. Anyway, so this is the end of this week's episode of Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. We will be back next Wednesday, uh, 8 p.m. Central. BlogTalkRadio.com/slash/liberaldan find me everywhere. Liberal Dan Radio on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. Go to stopthecoup.liberaldan.com if you want to help out uh, with me, with my efforts to fight gerrymandering, voter suppression, etc. So again, stopthecoup.liberaldan.com. Stopthecoup.liberaldan.com. The next week, this is Dan Zimmerman with Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left. That's right.
1: Well, down here in Liberal Dan Chopper
0: City, we got some steals on Harley-Davidson's today. Turns out, holding Sturgis wasn't that bright of an idea. But while festival-goers pass away, we're passing on the savings to you! All our Harleys come freshly sanitized for your riding comfort. And while supplies last, we're throwing in some antibacterial gel and a 12-pack of 2-ply, just in case the store's run out again. So come on down to Liberal Dan Chopper City and get you a hog today. Liberal Dan Chopper City is a fictional establishment, and we don't know what the death toll of Sturgis will be.